Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. All right. I was thinking about this the other day, and I thought I'd uh, explain something right quick. I don't mean to be uh, a negative Nancy, okay? But at the end of the day, I mean, you're, you're adults. Everybody listening to this is an adult. They know that the world is not rainbows and, uh, and unicorns. You know that. So I, I, I hate to be negative all the time, but honestly, most of the time, news is negative. And opinion is negative because I'm really not going to come out here and talk about something that I totally agree with. And it's not going to be, it's not going to be very interesting. I'd rather tell you something maybe you don't know, right? Or something I can help you with. Anyway, today I want to talk about this insurrection hoax that's taking place on TV. Last night, I watched about a half hour of it. And that was about all I could stand because I, I don't know who they think they're kidding why would you think that I would be interested in seeing Liz Cheney, who reminds me of a fifth grade teacher who's got a, a corn cup up her ass, or a HR lady, you know, the one with the jingling bracelet that's giving you a hard time about the fact you didn't fill out your TPS report correctly or something. I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't know what they thought they were doing. It's a hoax. There's no two ways around it. No one cares about this. Uh, there was a coup. There was a coup in uh, America, but it took place about uh, th- three months prior. You know, right? You know, wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. We we had a stolen election back in November of 2020. Now, what went on in January 6 was, at most, it was a what do they call it? Mostly peaceful. Uh, but fiery protest. It's something that got a little out of hand. It's about all it is. But here's the problem. <clears throat> the reason we're or the reason we're having this is we've got right now we've got two things going on right now. We've got gun control and we've got the January 6th uh, insurrection. And honestly, folks, that's the only thing that the Democrats have right now. And they're losing on the gun control debate. They really are. Because it, we're going to, there's going to be a national, uh, nationwide constitutional carry amendment that's going to take place in the next probably year. And really, it really hurt him too when this, this Nicholas Roscoe or whatever, this leftoid nitwit that was going to supposedly go and kill uh, Kavanaugh. I mean, when it comes to, when you come to find out that he was actually, there were two issues he was interested in. One was, now the one they're really pushing is, the one they're really pushing is the uh, uh, pro-choice, that was rushed to the front. Pro-choice, oh my God, he wrote a letter. He said he was so depressed about the fact that they were going to take, you know, rescind Roe versus Wade. And the other thing he was worried about was national uh, conceal and carry. He thought that the Supreme Court was going to rule on that and allow everybody to walk around with guns, which is ironic because he ends up taking a gun. He, he ends up with a gun that he's going to kill somebody with, and he's up on attempted murder charges. So naturally, the, the, <clears throat> the mainstream media doesn't want to talk about that, and the Democrats don't want to push that. They want to push to the front the fact that he was worried about pro-choice. Okay, so this is, this is nothing but partisan politics. Uh, I guarantee you they ran this through a focus group, and they said, uh... The focus group says that we need, don't want to talk about the gun issue. We want to talk about the pro-choice issue. That's it. That's all it is. It's a desperate attempt to fire up the base. That's all this is. That's all this is. Because right now, they they don't have anything else to run on. 
They have nothing else to run on. I mean, nothing. The economy's in the in a crapper. It, it's they keep telling us it's really not that bad. Biden comes out and says, you know, inflation's really actually good for you. You know, no, it's not. No, it's not. A moron knows that's not true. Uh, unemployment is down. He, he will he will uh, uh, tout that all the time that unemployment is down, but they've changed the metrics. They don't count a lot of people. So naturally, unemployment will look like it's down. Uh, labor force participation. Now, there's where, you're, there's where you're, you're real, the rubber really hits the, the road because it is at a historical low, okay? Labor force participation is down to, I mean, levels we've never seen before. And inflation, it's at a 41-year high, okay? Now, Biden's trying to tell you, and his minions and his press secretary, they're trying to tell you that that actually is a good thing. I, I don't know how they, I don't know how that works. I don't know what they're talking about. And, and they don't expand on it either. They really don't. They don't try to explain it to you. And these are all, all of these have been rejected by the public. They really have. It's all, everybody said, no, no, I'm not buying any of that crap. And <clears throat> right now, what's funny is, even in the polling that they're taking right now, Biden is at historically low levels of approval. And that, just to give you a heads up on this and, and an understanding of how bad this is, it's actually oversampled. They oversample Democrats and they do that using the wrong methodology. And what I mean by that is they base how many people they're going to call that are Democrats and how many people they're going to call that are Republicans. They base that on false information. They try to base that on voter participation during the 2020 election, okay? They base it on last election's turnout, which was absolutely skewed and a complete lie. So not only are they losing uh, with using their metric, the metric they're using is actually, it's worse than what you're seeing. So instead of a 39% approval, he's probably more like, I don't know, 32 maybe? depending on which poll you take and which one you know but they're not they're not uh, they're not holding these people they're not they're not holding the people and the segments of society that they should be they're losing independent voters like at a huge rate i mean i think approval for uh, independence is around uh, of the biden administration is around in the 20s somewhere and believe me you're not going to you're not going to win many elections doing that independent independent voters are running in the other direction I mean, it just, they're losing on the economy. They're losing on crime. I mean, I mean, think about it. You, you go to the most blue state in the country, which is California. You go to the bluest blue city of the bluest state in America, in San Francisco. And the DA there, a Soros plant, okay, he was, he was recalled. And I mean, I, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. So that gives you some idea of where the left is at right now. In the bluest of the blue of blue, they've got a DA in there who's, who's just absolutely the worst. He's letting crime run rampant and people are getting sick of it and they, re they recalled him. They also recalled the mayor of LA, folks. The mayor of LA, he got recalled. Yeah, you're losing on crime. You're losing on the border and you're losing Hispanic voters because of your border policies. You really are. I mean, th there's some, there are some polls right now that show approval by Hispanic voters is lower than for whites. 
Now that, my friends, is saying something. When you have less support from the Hispanic community than you do from the left-leaning white, you know, uh, uh, community, that's horrible. That's horrible. You're you're losing on all these policies. You're you're losing on Ukraine. You sent you sent what forty billion dollars uh, to help them. You know, the civilians and the population. This is what's so ironic. You're sending $40 billion worth of weapons to protect Ukraine and to help to, to have their army and their citizens to protect them from a, ty- a tyrannical empire. But, the, but our, our people, the people in the United States, are being told that they shouldn't have guns. Is that not ironic? I mean, I, it, it just baffles the mind. That it could be so so upside down, their 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 logic makes no sense. And here's the interesting part: those weapons are being sold in the on the black market. Do you know that? They're finding these these weapons that they're that were sold to Ukraine. They're they're finding them on the dark web. They're for sale. Yeah, the most corrupt country in the world. You turned over forty billion dollars to, and believe me, you're losing on Ukraine. People know this now. People know this now, and they're they're holding the Biden administration responsible for this. This is 100% his fault. So you've got no actual winning issues to run on. You're really doing so. What you're doing is you're picking guns. That's what you're doing. And the Dems, they've lost that culture war. They really have. The, the guns, guns are a thing of the past. Guns, as far as uh, opposition to it, you've got a small segment of society that thinks they should be taken away, and you've got the rest of us who think that everyone should be armed most of the time okay we want to do away with our gun free zones we should we, most people want um, conceal and carry nationwide they want constitutional carry they want I, I personally think people should be walking around with holsters now uh, open open carry i really do it, it would solve a lot of the problems going on right now so you've already lost that one so they had to pivot and pivot towards january 6th subcommittee that's what they're doing they're, they're trying to convince you that there was a, a uh, insurrection and it was orchestrated by Donald J. Trump and that he needs to be held accountable and that he should be prevented from ever running for public office against, again in, in, in history. I mean, from, from this day forward, he should not be allowed to do that. The funny thing is nobody's going to buy this because no one cares. No one cares. Okay? This, this is... This is not going to go anywhere, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about why. But back to the guns, crime, crime, the DAs, well, more people are buying. I mean, we've They've lost on this at such a level it's not even funny. You actually have Democrats buying, going out and buying guns right now. There's nothing better than a government telling you not to, that you shouldn't buy guns or that we're thinking about taking them to increase sales. And, it, and it's happened every single time. It happened under Obama. It happened under Clinton. It happened. It, it just goes on and on. It always happens this way. Best gun salesman that you could ever pick is a politician who's against guns. It, it just works that way. Look, they've they've pivoted. They've gone back to the insurrection. Um, at the end of the day, all it was was a fiery but peaceful protest. That's what they like to call them. Remember what they called them all during the, the, the uh, riots, the summer riots. That's all they talked about. Buildings burning behind you, and you're saying, well, it was mostly peaceful protests. Yeah, whatever. Okay, look, Trump's not going to get charged on this. It's, it's not going to happen. 
okay? And what's funny is, if you watched this thing last night, it was one of the most ridiculous, I've never seen anything like this, and not one single mention of Ashley Babbitt, the only person who got killed. Ashley Babbitt, wearing a MAGA hat, ex-military, gets shot by a, a, a Washington, D.C. police officer who gets acquitted, and is, you don't even know his name. That's the only one. That's the only one. And, and, and we're trying to blame this all on Trump. And he did not, he did not say go down and break into the, the Capitol. Now, first of all, he shouldn't have been making that speech anyway. I think that was a mistake. But getting past that, all he said was march past the Capitol, you know, show them your, dis, just your displeasure. That's all he said. He, he's not going to get charged for this. And, and what you're doing is you're bringing in as witnesses third-party accounts and doctored video. Come on. You know, I mean, Liz Cheney's spewing it out like it's vomit, for God's sakes. That was the most ridiculous thing. And then you find out, this is actually a cry for help by the Democrats. Okay? Trump's approval is off the chart. And the, the Democrats are in so much trouble, it's not... It, 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 you just have no idea how bad this is. It's unprecedented in American history. It, if, if things go according to what I believe they are, unless there's some underlying, some super thing they're doing, there's some, they're going to spring on us, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're that smart. We're going to get into that in a second. But here, here's the reason this is not going to go anywhere. January 6th, okay? It's not going to go anywhere. Nobody's going to do anything about it. And I'll tell you why. It's, it, there's a term, and it's called recency bias. Okay, January 6th was a long time ago. Long time ago. People remember it. They've already made their minds up. Was it an insurrection? Was it just a protest? Depends on which video you watch, if it's true, if it's not. You know, you got people walking through there taking pictures, doing selfies, all this stuff. There's not many insurrections where you have people doing, oh, standing for selfies. Okay, so you've already made your mind up. It, here, here, here's the deal. You have, in contrast to that, to this 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 January 6th issue you have what you would call acute issues okay the number one right now is inflation data it comes out monthly monthly and it hasn't been good since Biden took office that comes out every day or every month so that's something that's recent that's something that you can turn to and go things are not good in the country you're talking about January 6th which was over a year ago no one cares about that it's a one-off issue. It doesn't, it doesn't stick in the minds of people. You've got inflation data that comes out monthly, and it's not good, and it's, always, it's, it's been negative for so long. You've got crime. You've got, you've got gang violence. You, it's every day. A shooting here, a shooting there. Uh, black on black, Chicago, 40 shot over the weekend, nine dead. You hear that constantly. And what are we doing about it? Nothing. What's, what's, what's Joe Biden doing about it? Absolutely nothing. He'll tell you he is, tell you he's working on it, but I haven't seen any, any, anything whatsoever that they've done. All we talk about is defund the police, um, we're going to reform them, all this. Then you've got the border. Border's a complete mess. You want to know why you're losing Hispanic voters? I'll tell you why. Because a lot of them live in Texas and, and uh, Arkansas. All right, not Arkansas, Arizona. I mean... They're seeing these people in, 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 in just waves of humanity coming across the border. And, and let's say you're a uh, Hispanic who went through the proper procedures, uh, waited your time, 
did your duty, became a U.S. citizen, and now you've got these people just coming over in, in hordes and they're allowing them to do it. Of course I wouldn't want to vote for a Democrat again. Of course I would consider Biden to be the problem. Of course I would. And then you've got Ukraine. Okay? You've got Ukraine. And no one, no one is even remotely interested in January 6th. They're not. This was a joke. This was a, they actually have, now I don't know if you're aware of this, but they actually hired a Hollywood producer to direct the January 6th uh, uh, hearings. Did you know that? I, I, I don't know if you're aware of that. They actually hired someone to come in and try to project this as something that they, they, they really wanted to look great. I, I don't know what to tell these people. I really don't. You, you've got... You've got people like Robert Reich. Uh, he was the uh, labor secretary for Clinton, which I, I like to refer to him as Robert Third Reich. And, and he's up in arms about it. He says that everybody, basically, you should take everybody out that was involved in this and shoot them, okay? Hold them in, at, at, for treason, and, and, and yeah, that's what he wants to do. And then you got AOC. She's still sticking to the story that she was in the building, which is nonsense. And now, now she's claiming she's she has been re-traumatized because of the hearings. You got Adam Schiff, you got Joy Reid. I mean, Joy Reid's talking to people on MSNBC. That's an echo chamber. You're not going to change any minds with this. You're just not. I mean, if you're if you're watching MSNBC, you probably already hate Trump. So it really doesn't have any effect on you. They're not. This is not going to work. It's just not. It, it, the the results of it for last night already have, have, are starting to come in, and they're they're it's a disaster for the Democrats. They, they I mean, they really they shot their load too early, they really did. And, and and as far as using guns as the as an issue, you're only energizing the other side. That's all you're doing, because even in in some of the bills that they passed, you got Democrats Democrats that are voting against it in the House. It's it, and and when it does get to the Senate, it's going to be DOA dead on arrival. And I don't know who's running this show. I, I, I really don't. I mean, you got, you're doing this way too early. Even if, even if you were going to get any traction out of this, why would you do it in June of a, of a midterm year? Why would you do that? I mean, if you were going to do this, wait until September or October. Get it closer to the midterms, for God's sakes. I mean, who's running this show? Now, now look, this, this attempted strategy, I don't know who... This Biden administration is so off base and so out of focus, so clueless, that I am literally astonished. And I, and I, I'm in awe of how clueless and unqualified these people are. And, and you're talking to somebody who, when I was 12 or 13, was watching the Watergate hearings on a black and white television in my room during the summer. Okay, I was interested in these things. And believe me, that held my attention more than these hearings did. It really did. I mean, and, and, I, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back here, but this is something, this is kind of a hobby for me. So I enjoy this stuff. I've been following, I go all the way back to the Carter administration when I came of age. Okay, we went through the Iran, Iran hostages. I mean, you talk about terrible optics. Okay, the October surprise when they, when they released all the hostages on, on our inauguration. I mean, all this. You had Reagan with the air traffic controllers, his dementia. I watched all that. Bush one and two, both of them complete morons. I went through the Clintons. 
okay? And they all had errors. Obama's, oh my God, Trump too. I mean, they've all made stupid moves. But I've never seen messaging that is this bad. It's, it's starkly amateur. And I've never seen a group of people so desperate in my entire life. In my 63 years on this planet, I've never seen anyone so out of their element. I don't know who's running this show. It, it, I, I'm, I'm seriously waiting for a sh the other shoe to drop. There's got to be a reason for this incompetence, and I don't know what it is. I swear I don't have a clue. I don't see what, what the end game is here. And I, and, I, and I fall back on the fact that I think they're that stupid. I really do. I think they're unqualified. They have no idea what they're doing. You've got a bunch of AOCs running the show. And that, my friends, is scary. So anyway, that's my thoughts on January 6th. And it is a mess. This, this, it's going to go nowhere. And it's not going to help. If anything, it's going to hurt. Because no one cares except mainstream media who's making a ton of money on this, covering it. I don't know what kind of a deal they made with the administration, but I bet it's lucrative. I guarantee it was. So anyway, that's all I got for you today. Hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you have a good day and uh, have a good weekend, okay? And uh, uh, thank you for listening, and I will uh, be right back with the news. If you think he's crazy, then what do we consider the rest of the world? You're listening to The Average Joe Podcast with Damon Gilbert. All right, we're back. Uh, first, uh, first story I wanted to get to cover with you is the, uh, the, there's a group out there. It's, it's a nonprofit and it's called Ruth sent us. Now it's R U T H and they're, they're referring to Ruth Ginsburg and it's Ruth sent us. Now they've hinted just today or last night, they've hinted at targeting Supreme court justice Barrett's children and her church and her home. They've, they've, they've uh, released the address of all those. And I think also where their children, her children go to school. And this is after an, an attempted assass assassination by this clown on the Kavanaugh's. I don't know how they're getting away with this. I don't know why these people are all, are all in jail. Well, I do know because the Department of Justice is a joke here in the United States. There's a two-tiered uh, system of justice in this country anymore. And nothing's going to happen to these people. So they, they, they feel that they can just about get away with anything. So they're going to, they're going to do that. And uh, what do the Democrats do? They cut down on security for the uh, uh, Supreme Court justices. It's, it, it couldn't be plainer if it was the, the nose on your face. They want somebody to get killed. That's what they want. That's what the Democrats would like. They would like one of these justices. Preferably, it would actually be better if it was a liberal judge that got killed because that way they would get the sympathy vote. And, and this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Um, second story is uh, consumer confidence is at a 40-year low. 40-year low, folks. 40-year low. That means 1980s kind of stuff. This is when Reagan got elected. This was right after the Carter administration when we had the, the gas uh, uh, embargo and we had gas lines. Inflation was running at about 30%. We had uh, interest rates in the double digits. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. That kind of confidence. And Joe will tell you everything's fine. The old man, right? The fake president, he'll tell you everything's great. Goes on Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy, whoever the hell it was, and says, everything's great, basically. Jokes around. <laughs> you know, of course, when he started 
trailing off and probably shitting his pants they had to, they had to uh, 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 you know go to commercial you know so anyway uh, let's see let's see oh yeah liberal privilege liberal privilege Napa County DA's office okay I remember where we're at we're in California and the DA in San Francisco just re got recalled but the Napa County DA he is refusing to release body cam footage of the Paul Pelosi arrest. Isn't that interesting? So, again, I go back to our two-tiered system. And it's at least two tiers. It may be more than that. But I can guarantee you, you're at the bottom. You're in the club with me at the very bottom. We, we do something like this. Not only would they have the, the uh, body cam footage, you and I would still be in jail over this. But no, because it's Paul Pelosi, which is uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, he's going to be treated with kid gloves. And I, I can almost guarantee there's going to be very little happen about this. That's, that's, what, that's, what I, that's what I predict. He's certainly not going to be doing any time. But you do realize that's a felony. And uh, I, I just don't, I don't see anything happening. I just don't. But uh, it's interesting that we've, uh, we, we wouldn't want to release that body cam footage. Most of the time, body cam footage is released the next day. They sell it to the network so that they can run their cops videos and stuff and, and make money on it. They're not going to do that on this one. Uh, Biden's approval right now is an all-time low. Again. Every time they do this, it's a new low. Yeah. So how this guy is still in office, I don't know. But... It's going to be one of the most interesting <laughs> years uh, I, that you and I will ever see. We'll be, able, we'll be telling our grandkids or our great-grandkids about this. We will. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. U.S. is finally dropping COVID testing for international travelers. Yeah. So, who cares? I, I, I mean, testing. I didn't know you were still doing that. I thought we were past this. I thought it was monkeypox now, right? Uh, although, that didn't really go out. That didn't really go didn't fit the narrative either because it comes to find out it's it's transmitted by sexual contact and that's usually by gays so that one you saw that one fall off the off of the uh front page pretty quick uh oh yeah here's another one our our illustrious leader our commander-in-chief says uh, biden is committed to fighting food shortages okay now that sounds good that does the only problem is he says he's going to fight food shortages in latin america <laughs> so he said yesterday, we've got we've got a, a baby food shortage, a baby for baby formula shortage in the United States. And he's down in Central America saying he's going to send money down here to help feed Latin America. You literally can't make this up. These people are amateurs. And I swear to God, as God is my witness, if I was given the opportunity, I swear to God, I could run a better White House than these people. I could. I could. At least my message messaging would be on point. Okay, I wouldn't let I wouldn't let the I wouldn't traipse out this little bl uh, 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 black lesbian to t to take the beating that she's getting because she, she's she's serving no purpose. This press secretary, other than making the entire administration look like a bunch of buffoons. I swear to God, I could run a better one. I swear to God, and I could do it for half the price. Because I don't know who's doing this. I don't know who's running this show. But they need to be fired immediately. Uh, oh, yeah. Jason Miller. Uh, he's the CEO, CEO of Getter, which is kind of an offshoot of uh, Twitter. He says that Liz Cheney uh, deceptively edited footage of him at this January 6th hearing. 
he was asked questions and they took it out of context to make it spin it towards what they were wanting to project. That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. You know, Jason Miller needs to use his head and not and, and defy those kind of, of uh, uh, you know subpoenas is what I would have done. I, I wouldn't go on there. Of course, they're going to do that. Every news organization does that. Don't. And here's some, here's some advice, just free advice for everybody. Don't ever, under any circumstances, speak to the press at any level. Don't ever do that, because if you do, they will twist your words and they will make you look like an idiot. And whatever message you're trying to get out there, they will give it the exact opposite, especially if it's not in their narrative. It's how they do it. I've seen it happen to people I know. Now, you cannot trust the press. You just can't. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Dem star. This is the Democratic star witness of January 6th. Now, this witness says, and I quote, someone in authority left the door open at the Capitol. How about that? That's their star witness said that. That's the best you could do. That's the best you could get. Your star witness says this. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know how you could be any dumber than this. And what's funny is they're not mentioning Ashley Babbitt whatsoever. Not a single mention of that poor girl getting killed by a police officer. Yeah. We do mention the police officer who died of a stroke the next day. Oh, yeah. We act like that was the end of the world. Which it is. It's tragic. There's no doubt about it. But originally when it came out, he was supposed to have been hit over the head with a fire extinguisher, if you remember that correctly. And then almost immediately they changed that story. And he did die the next day, but come to find out it was from a stroke. And not a single mention of someone being killed by gunfire. Yeah, an innocent woman who was a military, uh, she was a veteran, wearing a MAGA hat, is gunned down. She's unarmed by a Washington police officer and not a mention of it during the January 6th. Uh, investigation. Not a single word. So for that alone, I do not respect these people whatsoever. Liz Cheney's like 28 points down in her home home state of Wyoming. She's going to get her ass handed to her. Yeah. And then she's going to end up getting a job on MSNBC or CNN and everything will be just fine. But she's not going to win this election. There's no way. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the Dems actually hired a Hollywood producer to... Uh, direct the January 6th hearings. They actually had teleprompters there. Most of the time when you're having a hearing like this, you're not supposed to have teleprompters. That means it's orchestrated. That means it's scripted. It's supposed to, when you have a hearing like this, you don't know what the witnesses are going to say. So you wouldn't really be able to script your your uh, verbiage to, in order to, you just can't do that. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, this, this tells you all you need to know. This is orchestrated. I saw shots of it last night. Later, showing teleprompters. They were they were reading off of a script. This is all scripted. It's it's not going to fly with the American public. It's just not. Uh, let's see what else have I got here. Oh yeah, Michigan. This we're going to end on this one because this is pretty funny. Michigan police. Now, mind you, Michigan is has been known to be blue and and democratic, so these people are getting exactly what they deserve. So Michigan police are saying they are not going to respond to all 911 calls. Now, why would they not do that? You would think, well, it's probably because their manpower is down and defund the police and all that. No, no, it's not because of that. It's because, and I quote, fuel prices are too high. <laughs> We're not going to respond to 911 because gas is too expensive. 
So we'll see how defund the police works out for everybody. Because you're going to get a big dose of it here. And crime is going to go rampant in the United States. And I mean, it already is. I mean, right now you're allowing black people to walk into a, uh, you know, Walgreens with garbage bags, fill them up and walk out the front door without paying, shoplifting whatever they want. And we don't call the police. We don't, we don't do that. And if you do call the police, they won't show up anyway. Yeah, so you're, you're just asking for this. And right now, Michigan police are saying they won't respond to 911 calls because gas costs too much. <laughs> I tell you, folks, we, the world, the country is in a world of hurt. And again, I don't want to, I don't want to sound, uh, but again, I'm not going to apologize for telling you the truth. I'm just not going to. I, I got to catch myself sometimes doing that because I feel bad about it. I mean, I'd love to tell you a good story. I don't know of one right now. Not in politics. It, it, it's, it's gotten to the point now where it's all negative. And we all hate each other. And there's no common ground. And that's part of the problem. It really is. But back when I was a kid, Tip the Tip O'Neills of the world would get together with the president, have a few drinks, and they worked these things out. Now, in public, they acted like they hated each other. But they, but they really didn't. It's kind of like, like, if you know anything about hockey, you've, you've got two guys that are fighters. And they will fight. And... They'll go out to dinner that night because they're friends. Doesn't work that way now. You have to hate the other side, especially the left. The left demands that the people that are in the you know on their side has you have to hate the other people, the right. You have to hate them. You can't compromise. You can't be nice. You can't be friendly. You can't be civil. You can't do that. You have to hate them, and that's that's what's wrong with America. When you can't compromise, a country doesn't work. It just doesn't. So anyway, that's all I got today. And uh, again, I appreciate you listening. And uh, you guys have a good weekend. And we'll, hopefully we'll see you back Monday or Tuesday. Uh, it is January 10th. And Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. And there's not even a close second. So let's go, Brandon. <laughs>